Welcome to Pop Culture Blast. I'm your host, Danny. It's been a while. I'm sorry. It has been pretty hectic stuff. Um, my life, overall, my life has been very, what was the word I used? Whatever it was. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, I know it's been a while. Um, it's getting to that point of the semester where all of my professors are like, hey, here's all this homework, do it. Or like, oh, you have like two projects due. You have this, you have that, you have to study for this, you have to study for that. So I'm kind of holding on for dear life right now, which is okay. Um, I did find stuff to talk about, which I was really happy about because I was pretty stumped because like, I feel like nothing's going on, but like there's always something going on. I don't know if you guys ever get that feeling. I don't know, but... <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. I am not sick. My allergy surge is awful right now. I had just gotten back from the doctors a few days ago, and it was just for a physical, but apparently my allergies have not been the greatest. I've been breaking out in rashes and stuff, but I'm fine. He prescribed me with an ointment. Everything's okay. <laughs> and, um, yeah. I also haven't been feeling the greatest, but I feel like this is like a very reoccurring thing I say because I just don't. That's just how I am. And it's okay. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so the first thing we're going to talk about is Aaron Carter passing away. This happened back on the 5th. He was found deceased in his California home. Now, for the newer generation or like my younger part of the generation, you probably don't know who Aaron Carter is. So he's Nick Carter's brother. If you're older, you know, Nick Carter's in Backstreet Boys, but Aaron Carter was a very popular um, music person, especially for that younger generation. So in the beginning of his musical career, um, he had started back when he was seven and the first two singles from his 1997 debut album, which was actually released a few days before his 10th birthday, Crush on You and Crazy Little Party Girl, both became top 10 hits in the UK. And the album reached to number 12 in the UK and sold 100,000 copies in the US. So he was, he was pretty legit. And you may also know he had like gotten with Trisha Paytas at one point. I know um, he struggles with trigger warning. I'm going to probably say something that might be a bit triggering. Um, he uh, was suffering from sus substance abuse. Um, he was very well known for being in and out of rehab. He was, I think he was addicted to drugs, if I remember right. Because I remember hearing about it all the time. And then he like, quote unquote, went crazy and got a bunch of face tattoos, even though I don't know how that makes you crazy. If you're just expressing yourself, I don't know. What happened to my voice there? <laughs> um, but the last time I checked, there was not really a cause of death. Um, I don't know if the autopsy came out yet, but usually those take some time. But it says here, um, his housekeeper found him uh he was found in his bathtub 
So an autopsy was performed, but the cause of death was deferred, so it's pending a toxicology report. Now, I know that's a really, really big word, but it they basically like, oh, like, did he have any drugs in his system, you know, during his death, so they can just like, rule out some things. Um, he was, like I said, super-duper huge. Um, he also was a prominent uh, Disney person. He was in... He actually guest starred on an episode of Lizzie McGuire. And he also was on Broadway. He played Do- uh, Jojo the Who in Susical. And like I said, he very busy guy. He had so many achievements. Uh, I used to jam out to his music all the time. And it's kind of unfortunate how he had passed. Um He was also, like, really known for dating, like, uh, high-profile celebrities. He was um, with Hilary Duff, Lindsay Lohan, and he also was engaged to a former beauty queen and playboy model, Carrie Ann Peniche. I hope I pronounced that right. And then he had broke off the engagement after six days, um, saying that he acted on an impulse, and then he dated Madison Parker, and yeah, he with his um, dating life, it was a little all over the place. But he actually has a son that was born back in November twenty second, twenty twenty one. He had it with his then fiance Melanie Martin. I'm gonna be honest with you; I don't know some of these names. Of course, I know Hillary Duff and Lindsay Lohan, but. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not very much on the internet anymore. So I decided to take a little bit of a break. So I probably am very clueless about all this stuff. But you know what? It's okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, The next topic, that was a pretty fast one. But I feel like this might take a little more time. Um, I'm doing a movie review. It was for Pray for the Devil, which just came out. So, spoiler alert. There probably will be some spoilers. Um, I'll try my best, though. So, the whole, like, story, it's the Roman Catholic Church combats a global rise in demonic possessions by reopening schools to train priests to perform exorcisms. And with, you know... With the Catholic Church and everything, usually the men do that. Usually men become priests, or that's what the stereotype is, at least. And nuns are forbidden to perform this ritual. And at one point, there was one nun who is the main character, uh, Sister Anne. She has some kind of quote-unquote gift, and... A professor took interest in it, and it agrees to train her. And then she ends up finding herself in a battle for the soul of a young girl who was possessed by the same demon that tormented her own mother years earlier. It was a very, very dark movie um, with her past life. Like, her mom, they had said it was schizophrenia, I think, but she definitely knew she was possessed and... There's, like, this one really weird point. So the mom really liked brushing her hair, and then there was a point she, like, stopped. And 
I don't remember how to explain it, like grabbed her nose and broke it and was like proceeding to brush her hair. It was a little, it was a little different. Um, but I thought it was okay. Um, I feel like this is a very overplayed, you know, movie plot, especially for horror movies. I feel like anything demonic, like that's basically all horror movies now there's like no more slashers and even the slasher movies that come out it's from a franchise that goes all the way back to the 90s but <clears throat> I just and I really like the Conjuring series like I feel like they make it work but I'm just so tired of like possession stuff I don't know I've just seen so much of it so I also wanted to talk about some critic reviews so I found three of them, and they're, like, pretty trustworthy ones. A.A. Uh, a. Dowd. Um, they had said, this is just another regurgitation of yesterday's devout scare tactics, spewing diet exorcist cliches as freely as Linda Blair once painted the walls in pea soup. Now, he, or they, um, well, they were comparing it to The Exorcist, which came out, a very long time ago. I could not get that through that movie. I can't talk today. Um, it. I tried watching it. I got like an hour in and like I couldn't finish it. I feel like that is a lot worse compared to this one. Um, then Lee Monson. Uh, they had said its dominant thematic threads are at war with one another, shambling around as one story wears the flesh and appearance of another, leaving neither premise wholly intact in a film with the meat stripped from its bones. I honestly don't know what in the world this person is saying. There's a lot of big words. Um, so basically, they're just talking about it's so overplayed the plot was all over the place, which I kind of somewhat agree because we had the plot of, oh, this young girl, she's possessed and she has a bond with Sister Anne. And then I said there were spoiler alerts ahead, so I really wanted to spoil this part, but I don't think I'm going to. Um, there's that. There was, you know, with her gift which is, um, what was her gift? It was like she could become possessed herself, fight it off, and exercise the demon that way. I don't know. Like I said, it was very weird. <coughs> then um, the last one, Megan Navarro said, never manages to pull together a narrative cohesive or scary enough to rise above a patchwork of familiar possession horror tropes. Now this one I absolutely agreed with. I just think... I don't know. We need, like, new, fresh ideas. Like, there was one that came out. It was a come play. It was a few years back, and it had to do – there was this kid, and, like, he had an iPad, I think, and, like, he would, like, be on it all the time. And then at one point, he starts, like, reading this book that randomly pops up, and if you keep reading it, the monster comes out. Now, I thought that was really cool. And it was, like, very interesting and very new. And I think we need more of that. And I would say with Smile, I talked about it in my last episode, but I don't know. I didn't know what to think about it. I think it was just more disturbing than scary. And even then, it's like, oh, 
they're possessed by this kind of demon monster thing that smiles at you all the time. <coughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. I feel like everybody's just running out of ideas now. Like there's a 50 millionth Halloween that was out. There was a fifth scream. And it's just like, can you not think of anything else? <laughs> but... I don't know. I still like watching the horror movies, even though some of them can be pretty bad. Um, if I look right now, I can see which ones are coming out. Because I saw quite a few previews. But I'm not sure if they... Um, or, yeah. Uh, apparently there is a sixth Scream coming out in 2023. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm so tired of it. Um, apparently, there's a second nun coming out. The first one scared the living crap out of me. So I'll probably go and see that. There is Insidious, Fear the Dark. So this is a really cool series. This is like another example of like using, like, you know, you have this overplayed plot, but like, they make it work almost. And I think it's really cool. I have been waiting years for this because I saw the last one that was out in the theaters. So I'm very excited for that. Um, there was one I saw the uh, trailer when I was at the movies. It was Bones and all. So it has like Timothy Chalamet in it and it's about like people eating people. And I don't think it's like cannibalism it's something but whatever it is it makes zero sense but you know what it's fine it's fine um there's a fourth conjuring coming out it looks like uh don't take my word on this because some of this might be wrong um i know another one that's coming out is the menu so basically it's like a young couple they travel to a remote island to eat at a very exclusive restaurant where the chef has prepared a lavish menu with some shocking surprises. I know uh, Aunt Anna Taylor Joy is in it, and I absolutely love her. I think she is wonderful. Um, let's see. What else is there? Um... There's a lot, but there's a lot of, like, post-production. Apparently, there's a new Evil Dead coming out. I never watched those movies. Um, the ex they're Oh, they're apparently, they're remaking The Exorcist. That'll be interesting. There's another Final Destination coming out. Apparently, they're rebooting a new Friday the 13th. Now, those I could not get, get, could not get through. Um... And, like, I love slashers. Like, that is my favorite kind of horror movie. I just love slashers. I don't know why. That's why I really liked Halloween so much. And um, I also really like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But I don't know. Friday the 13th was boring. I and it's my uncle's favorite, too. And it makes me so sad because he's, like, so happy about it. And I'm like, I don't like it. <laughs> um... Yeah. Uh, oh, there's another one coming out. It's called Megan. You've probably seen all this stuff on TikTok. It's a robotics engineer at a toy company, like, builds this lifelike doll that begins to take on a life of its own. And it get 
it gets attached to, I believe it was her niece. I don't know. It was a young child that's affiliated with this engineer in some way. And like, if they hurt her, then, you know, Megan is like, I'll come to the rescue and she'll kill them and do a dance while doing it as well. Um, I'm kind of ready to see that. (laughs) I don't know. Because it looks weird, but I think James Wan, like, produced it or something. And I really love him. So I'll watch it for him, I guess. But, yeah, there's a lot more. There, I'm very, very excited, but I'm really mad. It's, like, all, like, in 2023. But it's fine. It's fine. I'll just continue to look at those horrible horror movies like on Netflix or something, you know, just to pass the time. Okay, I had nothing prepared after this, but I think I just thought of something. So it's getting to that time of the year where we're going to have a lot of time off and we're going to be sitting around and trying to find stuff to do. So I've kind of been looking through hobbies lately just to like keep my mind off things when I don't have school and I know I decided to cook for the first time I had made it was like a creamy Tuscan chicken I think and it was like these chicken tenders and it has like spinach tomato um, heavy cream for the sauce and butter and oregano and salt and pepper and I think I put a little bit of garlic powder in it and I chopped up a few cloves as well, but it was actually so much fun, even though I don't trust myself with meat. I don't know why I feel I'm like really scared about chicken, especially because like if it's so undercooked, like you can get salmonella and salmonella is not fun at all. So like I said, I've been kind of looking as well. I know there was like garden stuffed potatoes I could make. Um, There's like a lot because I'm I think that might be an escape to everything. I don't know. Um, that also is, is really childish of me. So I remember when I was in elementary school, they had like Papa's game. So it's like, oh, Papa Pizzeria, Papa Freezeria, Papa's Taco Mia, all of those. And so I was really sad because... They were supported by Adobe Flash, and uh, that's no longer a thing anymore. So, you know, I'm, like, scrolling through TikTok, and I had to get, like, some kind of debugger. And then you can go, like, flipline.com slash free games, and you can download all of them for free. And it's not, like, the to-go ones, because I really don't like those. I don't think it makes sense. (laughs) But it is so much fun. I am currently doing the wingeria one, so I'm making wings. And, you know, it's kind of ironic. I'm playing this and trying to learn how to cook as well. I don't I don't get it. But, <laughs> yeah, so, like, if you ever want to pass time, you can always do that. I know there's so many tutorials on TikTok that would probably explain it better than me. But, yeah, um, there is that. Also... Working out is a lot of fun. I know I, I've i never been one to work out, but on campus here, they have a very nice gym. And, and like, you don't have to, like, do a whole vigorous workout and stuff. I know, like, I started by just, I think, walking on a treadmill maybe for, like, half an hour. And 
maybe doing some dumbbells, but I know like the stair climbers, as much as my legs hate those, it's quite fun to do. So, and also like, it's so good for you and it just will make you healthier. And I know I'm trying to kind of work on that, but those are like some things that I like to do. Um, but like, if you're looking for stuff, you know, while you're holed up for the winter, you know, just find one. I mean, there's fairly inexpensive ones. And I know I remember with my mom when we had lived in Colorado, um, my dad was stationed near there and I was born there. Um, she had bought an astrology book and it worked out everybody's like astrological sign and everything, which was pretty funny. Um, but she had so much fun doing it too. So like, there's so much you can do. And I know another thing I'm picking up is I had lost my great grandmother earlier this year and in her basement, she had my great grandpa's organ. It's like an electric one that you just plug in and it's a lot of fun, but even it was um, supposed to be inherited to me and it did. So my grandma's currently storing it in her basement. So I think I wanted to try um, learning how to play it. And I have a bit of an advantage because I do play instruments. I can read music. It's just more on trying to figure out what notes are what, especially on the thing. But I'm very excited. Um, But honestly, learning an instrument is so much fun. But it takes so much work. But then in the end, you'll thank yourself for it. But yeah, those are some things that you could try out. I know like I get really depressed during the winter. So I always have to keep myself busy or I panic. So if you're like me, those are some things that I do. There's a lot more you can read, you can crochet, you can knit, you can make candles, all of that stuff. So yeah. All right, so that was the end of the episode. This podcast was recorded at the studios of KALA-FM, St. Ambrose University. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KALA Radio or St. Ambrose University. Um, Hopefully, I'll have something next time. I did have something, and then I had a brain fart and was busy on other things. So hopefully I have more to talk about um, and hopefully I should be recording a lot more, which I say a lot, but then it never goes through. But I know I kind of switched my day of recording, so I'm not doing it at the end of the week, rather, you know, in the middle of the week where I'm doing stuff and I'm used to doing stuff. So yeah, um, hopefully uh, you liked this episode. Um, stay warm. It's freezing out there. And somebody really made Mother Nature angry. Oh, my word. So, you know, bundle up, get some blankets, get some hot cocoa, and stay warm, my friends. All right. Bye. Bye.